This is Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. Welcome to the one Bitcoin show from an undisclosed location. Today is October the 9th, 2019. Yom Kippur is over. I'm still dressed up for it. Strong hand. Long-term thinking, unconfiscatable. Bitcoin is the next Bitcoin. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. Offended by selling. All right, yeah. You get a new show here every single day here at the Bitcoin Meister channel. This is the one Bitcoin show. Welcome to it. Um, yeah, you can ask questions. I got a lot to talk about, though, today, I think, on the on the agenda. Uh, Friday's show is This Week in Bitcoin and it looks like Gabriel Divine will be the uh, the guest of honor on that show. Oh, hello, my elite friends. Are all of you dressed up in your suits or are you wearing your Bitcoin T-shirts? Oh, yeah, I've got people have been sending me these things. Got some new ones lined up to wear. Get them below. Uh, before I go to Australia, there'll be some new ones debuted here most definitely and support the show by retweeting me. I'm TechBalt, T-E-C-H-B-A-L-T on Twitter. Uh, retweet this show. Check out yesterday's show. I don't know if a lot of people got to see it. It was rushed. It was quick. You can see I got that Bitcoin conviction doing this thing every day, even when it's Yom Kippur. All right. Where are we? All right. So this is an inspirational tweet right here. Uh, before I read it, let me turn this light off. I want to turn this light off. Yeah. Oh, no, that light off. Let's turn this. Got all sorts of lighting issues. Okay. Dan Held says, it's no wonder some crypto people deride holding. Their minds have been molded by Keynesian ideology that they find it inconceivable people would stave instead of spend currency. That is a very professional way of saying that 80%ers are going to do what 80%ers are going to do. I don't know how many of them have heard of Keynes, but uh, society has been influenced by uh, that Keynesian philosophy, that ideology uh, of uh, spend over save. So that was a nice way of putting it. I've always said save over spend and pound that like button. Uh 123 No Scope asks, do you ever think there will be a situation where the dollar inflates in a single 10% in a single year? Hmm. Not hyperinflation, but this might freak some people out and drive them into BTC. Uh, I it's not impossible. Not impossible. That, that, that's a 10% inflation rate. We've had a 10% inflation rate before. I, I can't say never again. I don't I I don't at this point. I don't see it happening in during the next decade. Will it happen again in the future? What it could happen. It could happen, but I'm not holding my breath and I'm not worrying about it at all, dude. I, I don't think it's I don't think it's very likely in the next decade. And I'm in Bitcoin anyway. So if that were to happen, it would it, it definitely would wake some more people up to get into Bitcoin. If the United States dollar, if if we suffered a 10% inflation rate during a year, if those were the official statistics, uh, yeah, it would, it would bring some, uh, it would bring some Bitcoin into Bitcoin. Yes. Adam, almost 12 AM here. 
there is no night. There is no night in Bitcoin. Yeah, I, I don't think there's no. There's. It's always the day for me, man. I'm always. It doesn't matter what time it is. Yeah, it's. It is midnight here on the East Coast here in Baltimore. I like this suit, man. I like. I like this. I don't usually get to wear a suit for you guys, but this is what I was wearing at. Uh, I was wearing this all day, so I didn't take it off. I came straight to this undisclosed location, and. Uh, <laughs> Where I come, where I am on Yum Kipper. This is where I am at the undisclosed location, uh, and there, there, obviously are kids around here somewhere, aren't they? I think they're asleep. Okay, moving on. Let's let's move on though. Let's move on. Um, uh, what do we have here? Once there is a lot of news. This IRS stuff is absolutely ridiculous, and I didn't find out about any of this until I get home. You know, so I've it took me like two hours to prepare for the show because I had to read all the news. But you got to stay up to date with news, people. Pound that like button. And when you watch this show, you don't have to do all the research. I do it for you. You click on the links below. You you learn for yourself. Um, Jake uh, Jay Chervinsky said, the SEC has rejected Bitwise's Bitcoin ETF proposal. While the outcome is no surprise, the SEC went beyond the call of duty issuing an excruciatingly detailed 112-page order that needs that reads like a darning indictment of Bitcoin's market instruct, structure. Notice how I didn't say the D word. Oh, yeah, no cursing on this show. Yeah, they, they spent 112 pages uh, detailing why they weren't a- a- approving this ETF. Now, that's not a shock they're not approving the ETF. 112 pages, that's ridiculous. Of course, I read all 112 pages right before. No, I didn't. Didn't read a page of it. Uh, yeah, seems like they cared a lot about this one. What can I say? They, they're getting more interested in Bitcoin if they spent 112 pages on it. Uh, but yeah, no shock that it wasn't uh, it wasn't approved. So I've, all, we, I've always said that, I've said in the past that SEC, that Bitcoin is just, you know, they don't really care that much about it. Clearly, they're starting to care a little bit more, a little bit more about it. I still don't think it's that big on their radar, but 112 pages, you know, it's, it's more than it was in uh, 2016. Let's put it that way. So here's a tweet from Matt Alberg, who has a very interesting website. I forgot the name of it, but you know, click on his link. You go to the website. A lot of people are talking about it, a lot of stats on it. He talks about the Hong Kong that recently in Hong Kong, it's that the Hong Kong dollar has clearly been used a lot more to buy Bitcoin. Uh, he's gotten this information from localbitcoins.com. But a lot of people were saying this is because of the political situation there. But he got insider information. And by the way, this is your home of Bitcoin insider information. Pound that like button, this very channel. He got some insider information that he's pretty sure is true. That, that, that it was one big trader that caused this tremendous spike in Hong Kong dollars flowing into Bitcoin, which I think is great. And he didn't, and the, and the person didn't care at all about the politics there. Uh, they just were buying Bitcoin because it was cheap. Hey, I think that's a great sign <laughs> that somebody in Hong Kong spent a lot of Hong Kong dollars on Bitcoin just because it was cheap, not because of the political situation there. So I just got sent $4.99 in this super chat by uh, Dan Williams. Thank you, Dan Williams. Um, and he said, the oist of OG Bitcoiners. No fancy 
graphics, but a sharp looking suit. Pound that like button. Golden hold. Count your wealth in Bitcoin. Dude, yes, value your wealth in Bitcoin, Dan Williams. Thank you for the $4.99. Zach Bandera also said, looking sharp, buddy. Yeah, maybe should I wear a suit every time? No, man. Come on. I'm a t-shirt guy. You know that. You know from my uh, private school days how I craved to get into college to wear a t-shirt. Yes, that's why I wanted to go to college because in high school and middle school, we were not allowed to wear t-shirts at my undisclosed private school. Pound that like button. Elite private school. Oh, yeah. You better believe in Baltimore you want to go to an elite private school and not the public schools. Whoa! Ouch! Those public schools. All right. I think he meant the gist of the OG Bitcoiners, or I'm the... What's the OIST mean? O-I-S-T. Am I, am I like... Am I too fasted out to not know what that word means? I don't know. Hey! Hey, Dan Williams. Thank you, Dan Williams. All right. We're getting to the IRS. Maybe I'm wearing this suit because I just want to look good for... No. You think I want to look good for the IRS? No way. I want to look good for Hashem today, okay? When I went down to shul? No. I mean, you, you wear a shul. You wear a you wear a suit when you're in shul. You wear a tie on Yom Kippur. It's, you know, the holiest day of the year. Come on. Um, all right. IRS. All right. So the IRS, you've heard it by now. They came up with some supposed clarifications of the tax situation with Bitcoin. But in fact, when it came to the crypto dividend aspect of it, it wasn't very clarifying. In fact, it added a lot more confusion. In fact, it revealed that they're pretty confused about what a freaking fork and an airdrop are in the first place. It did remind everyone that you shouldn't be playing in their realm. You shouldn't be getting into the fiat realm because clearly they don't understand the Bitcoin realm, but they do understand that fiat realm. So if you're one of those big spenders that likes to turn your Bitcoin into fiat and then back in the Bitcoin and back in the fiat and then back in the Litecoin and then back in the fiat and then this, that, and the other, you're, you're, that's not good. They understand that. They don't understand this crypto dividend thing. Okay. So I link to their actual press release. I link to Jeff Vandrew Jr., the accountant's interpretation of it. Um, I would like Congressman Emmer from Minnesota to get some more clarification on this. He, he, he wanted this in the first place. I don't know if this is what he exactly wanted, but it's not much clarification. The best tweet that I found about this situation was from Vortex. He said, best luck enforcing that. So here's the issue. One of the interpretations is that uh, if you own Bitcoin or Ethereum and all of a sudden there's a Bitcoin fork or an Ethereum airdrop, I mean, I've got an Ethereum address, okay? And I have seen over time all these crypto dividends appear there. I didn't want them, but according to this tax information, because they were just airdropped there. Ethereum, it's really easy to airdrop tokens onto Ethereum addresses. Really easy. There are all sorts of them. I talked about them on past shows. Well, according to this IRS thing, one interpretation is you have to pay taxes on that. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. People can't, uh, people that got B gold have to pay taxes on the value of B gold at its height. Because, you know, when B gold first came out, it was worth hundreds of dollars. You know, BTC Benny pointed that out. 
you know, this they don't know what they're talking about over there. How is it going to be enforced? Indeed, best of luck enforcing that, as Vortex said. That is the best tweet. So they don't know what they're talking about. They're, I'd say this. If you're worried, co- contact Congressman Emmer in Minnesota. Tell him to get some clarification. Um, I think the, I think it's it's not a clarification at all. What they have what they have uh, let loose. It's creating fud. I think maybe what they want to do is just have people self-report, have people report themselves, overpay, uh, do whatever. There's, there's, I don't think they, from from what I'm reading here, for their lack of understanding, do they have a, a bunch of people dedicated to tracking down who got B Diamond and who turned B Diamond into uh, a Bitcoin and how much B Diamond was worth when they did, you know, or or, or if you got B Diamond, are they tracking down every single person who got B Diamond and didn't do anything with the B Diamond and they're going to have to pay taxes on the B Diamond? I mean, it's, it's insane. Um, so I, I agree with Vortex. Good luck enforcing that. We shall see how this progresses. Um, they got they got bigger uh, they got bigger issues to deal with over there. I mean, they got bigger. They're 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 big fish that they can uh, they can get. Okay, again, if if they want to get if they want to tax crypto people, you know, Coinbase that that gives them all the information they le- they need. Uh, what, what's the darn saying I'm even looking for? I don't know. You know it. All right. Yeah, the only clarification how stupid they are. Yeah, that's pretty much it. You know, Chris Black says it's pretty clear that they simply don't understand how hard forks work particularly uh, that anyone can hard fork at literally any time. And that's the thing. People make jokes out there that, yeah, I'm, I'm going to create a crypto dividend now and I'm going to, and then I'm going to send my private keys over to everybody at the IRS or to specific uh, political figures. So now they'll be responsible for it. They'll have to pay taxes because they can control the private key. All right. Um. So, yeah. What is the I think what's the saying that I'm looking for? I'm like people saying bigger fish to fry. Uh the having show sent 50 Norwegian krona. Thank you, dude. Bitcoin stock to flow ratio in 2028 uh, is uh yeah, one to 248. Is it that? Oh yeah, it is. I think it's that high. You know, that's Bitcoin Tina was talking about this on the This Week in Bitcoin show. So I advise everyone to get the specifics from that. It's linked to below. Uh one to six uh, gold is only one to 60. Could Bitcoin market cap grow four times as large, larger than gold in 2028? Love from Norway. Well, yeah, basically, you're saying what a uh, Bitcoin Tina said on the show. I don't know if you watched the This Week in Bitcoin show or not. It's a long one, it was one and a half hours, played at 2x. But he was specifically almost said word for word what you said in this. Uh, maybe you're quoting him, I don't know. But thank you very much for the support. Check out the having shows uh, channel. He's a big fan of halvings. Everyone should be a big freaking fan of, ha- of halvings. 2028, he's talking about, hey, man, we're almost at 2020 here. Uh, hey, Adam, I missed you, man. Oh, you, you didn't say anything. <laughs> that that guy usually, that's the first sentence you've ever said that made sense, dude. Thank you. Found that like button. First sentence that guy has ever said that made any sense was what I just read. Thank you very much. You're making progress. Okay, um, I don't know how the dude missed me. I'm here every day. Remember that. I'm here every day. If you missed me, you just 
you bookmark this channel, you can come here at any time. Um, all right, we talked about, uh, all right. Strong hand, wild day ahead of us, people. I I read on Coindesk of all places, CEO, Facebook CEO, Mark Zuckerberg to testify before Congress over uh, Libra cryptocurrency. The House Financial Services Committee announced Wednesday, that was today, that Zuckerberg will testify, mark this date, people, I will be in Sydney, Australia on this date, October 23rd, during a hearing entitled An Examination of Facebook and Its Impact on the Financial Services and Housing Sectors. Zuckerberg will be the only witness. So people, it doesn't matter what Mark Zuckerberg says in terms of Bitcoin, but people are going to freak out that day. It could pump Bitcoin. It could dump Bitcoin. Mark it on your calendar, October 23rd. Um, Maxine Water, Waters and all her friends who know nothing about Bitcoin or cryptocurrency will be harassing Mark Zuckerberg to no end. Will be virtue signaling, trying to show all their 80% constituents that they're beating up on the mean old billionaire who wants to create his own currency and you know you got to be a c-u-c-u-c-k and love the u.s dollar only only we have the right us uh you know us congress people to say what should be money oh yeah so you should hate on zuckerberg who made who was creative and a genius and made an, and made a, co a company that changed your whole freaking lives and made your lives better and even made our lives better but we want votes so much we'll just attack the rich whenever we want to and we don't know what we're talking about all right so yeah that's what uh the hearing is about and the markets are going to freak out and uh so eh, maybe they won't but you got to be prepared with your strong hand don't come running me on October 23rd say Adam what the heck is going on what the heck is going on? Is it because your ex-girlfriend's birthday was October 24th? How do I remember these things? That, 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 that the Bitcoin price is going down? No, it's because of Zuckerberg. Not because of that. Uh, yeah. All right. So Taval Varis, Taval Dacris. <laughs> nice illusion. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. Not in redhead ex-girlfriends. Pound that like button. Don't you think it's odd that the IRS wants to see our records each year, but 80 percenters don't ask to see the report of where our tax dollars are going? No, I don't think that's odd at all. I think that that's 80 percenters are going to 80 percenters don't care uh, what the government does with their money. <laughs> they wouldn't we wouldn't be in this situation. There wouldn't be Bitcoin. <laughs> If 80 percenters cared what the uh, what what the government did with their money, with their tax money, they're such CUCKs. They just pay. They are addicted to the welfare dollar, so they're addicted to whatever the IRS is going to do. All right. Uh, okay. That, that guy. Now the guy's not making sense anymore. The person that I said was making sense beforehand for the first time. 80%ers are going to do what they're going to do. G gamblers don't make sense. I mean, that's it's totally irrational behavior. So when a gambler says one thing that's coherent, you you you, you point it out. All right. Will you wear the Ted DiBiase suit when it moons? I mean, when, what's your interpretation of when it moons? Uh, I wear the Ted DiBiase suit. This suit. This is not a Ted DiBiase suit, man. I didn't pay very much money for this. Ted DiBiase wears a freaking Gucci suit. 
of course, from like 1987 or something like that. And, and, and you know, it would be a, it'd be a $3,000 suit in 1987. He's, Teddy he's got great promos. If you want to waste your time on YouTube watching wrestling uh, promos from 1987 or 88 or whenever he did them, I don't know when he did them. Uh, one, two, three, no, but so this is it. This is this suit. What did this cost me? Like a hundred bucks or so? I forgot what it cost me. Now it was cheap. I got it at the, the warehouse or whatever, but it looked nice. I needed a new suit. You know, I treated myself to one nice thing, semi nice thing, and I was still cheap about it. Please, you got to say, I wouldn't, I wouldn't, I wouldn't get any Gucci Ted DiBiase thing. But, but going back to Ted DiBiase, a great character, a great, uh, a great name to name your trezor. You know, I know some people have done stuff, stuff like that. And, uh, no, I, when it, the next time it breaks the all time high, I'll be wearing my t shirt, dude. I got to be down. I'm the, Me I'm Adam Meister. I don't dress up. I don't dress up. Okay, I was able to get a bit one, two, three. No skip says I was able to get 0.15 Bitcoin for my B gold. Oh, great! You just told that the IRS would have a hard time tracking down those transactions. Also, thanks uh, for the advance about crypto advice about crypto dividends. It was well worth it. Pound that like button, dude. This is where you get that insider information. Uh, please don't FOMO on alts, brother. Uh, Taval said, I don't know who he's saying that to, but. Yeah, don't don't FOMO. That's one of the themes of this show. If you FOMO on alts, you're going to lose your Bitcoin, dudes. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. All right, so let's go back to Libra and the great Udi in Israel, who no doubt was having a very relaxing time on Yom Kippur. Everything shuts down there on Yom Kippur. People don't even drive. Uh, people were telling me how amazing it is. Maybe one day I'll be there for Yom Kippur. You never know. Um, but he said... Uh, he was talking about uh, the leap. There's a there's these people that want to fork Libra. <laughs> Libra doesn't even exist yet, and people want to fork Libra. They want to create something called Open Libra. And Udi rightfully points out the only Lib the only thing Libra has going for it is Facebook. Without Facebook, it is nothing. So here we go. Uh, the the article linked to below new Libra fork will create permissionless stablecoin free of corporate control. That's such a gimmick. 30 different blockchain companies and nonprofit organizations plan to fork the Facebook-led crypto project to build their own permissionless version dubbed Open Libra. Dudes, it's nothing without Facebook. You take away Libra from Facebook, what's the point? Really? That Libra with Facebook, they're like, Going to give it out to billions of people. You create your own Libra. People are saying, well, you, then, they, then the things that people are building on Libra, they can build on the, the fork of Libra also. Yeah, so what? I mean, the most of the people receiving the Libra, okay, that are going to be loving it, are going to be loving it because it's entangled with Facebook. They're not going to care what you can build on it. They're going to be like Facebook money. Facebook is printed its own currency. Awesome. So you fork it off. What's what is that? Like a fake, fake book, Facebook currency, a fake centralized Facebook currencies. It's ridiculous. Udi has a good is great. I agree. But hey, let people experiment if they want to fork it off. Well, saying that they're going to fork something off that does not exist yet, hey, maybe put some more pressure on it actually existing. And I want it to exist. I want Libra to exist. And it's just amazing. That people are talking about forking it already, and it doesn't exist. 
And it's amazing that people you know, in Israel planning to build so much on it and it doesn't exist. Now, again, they're building stuff on it, purely on it. Okay, that, that's a little different than saying we're going to fork it off and then we're going to build some stuff on that fork. Uh, Eric Lombrazo has this tweet here. I want to make sure I'm not skipping anything. Oh, yeah, this, this is a good one. The term scam. By the way, I see that tonight Ty Zen has, has tweeted something out with my name in it, with TechBalt in it, and it's controversial. I guess I'll talk about that tomorrow. Now, going back to what Eric Lombroso, uh, Lombro, Italian last name, uh, the, the, ter- <laughs> the term scam lacks nuance. I propose instead something like hubristic lunacy. I love that, dude. For crypto projects that may have started with good intentions, but went way over their heads and are now heavily oversold on promises they cannot deliver. Like, yeah, one day this Libra fork, Oprah Lib- Open Libra, will become hubristic lunacy. It's not a scam. It's hubristic lunacy. All right. That's a great word for it because a scam is BitConnect. That wasn't hubristic lunacy. That was a scam. But most of these other things say they're going to take over the world. They're going to be the next best thing since ice cream. Yeah, it's it's a lot of hubris there. And it's freaking lunacy. Hubristic lunacy. Someone said he's in Baltimore. They must be talking about me. Because, yeah, I'm in Baltimore. <laughs> For now, I'll be in Australia on uh, the 17th. So, yeah, the, the cool thing about the time zone change is I'll leave Baltimore on October 15th. And then I'll land on October 17th. I won't have an October 16th, which is actually the birthday of uh, a few people I know, someone that's a close relative of mine. All right. (laughs) Don't want to say who it is. But uh, through the years, I met plenty of people born October 16th. It's very interesting. And it sticks in my mind because usually around October 16th or 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th, there have been tremendous rainstorms in Baltimore. And when I owned a house... It would freak me out because it would cause leaks in the roof. And I am so glad I don't have to deal with roof leaks around October 13th, 14th, 15th, and 16th. And I do want to say another thing. My uh, father of blessed memory was born on October the 19th. So that's another another good reason I remember October 16th because my dad was born uh, October 19th, which is a, a good day to be born, I'd say. Uh, anyway, moving on. And I – well, no, I'm not going to say it telling you too much about October dates. I, I had another close uh, female born October 18th. But unlike my ex-girlfriend, that that close female was actually my age instead of being eight years younger than me. Oh yeah, you gotta go younger most of the time. But again, don't value your wealth in that. Value your wealth in Bitcoin. I'm telling you about a pastime. <laughs> all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. Now, what, what, what are you going to do? I mean, yeah, if, if you're a young dude interested in the ladies and stuff, it's better to be in, have a few eight years on them. The, the younger ladies like the older guys. And that's why you, you it happens. You got to be patient in life. You got to be patient. You get older eventually. You get some years on them. You know, when you're, when you're, 20, when you're 21 and you're trying to get a 21-year-old, it, it doesn't work out too well. You're uh, 29, you try to get a 21-year-old, it's, it works out pretty well. Now, moving on. Where are we? All right. The, the tour de mission. But value your wealth in Bitcoin. Because again, 
If you're an 86-year-old and you have some Bitcoin, yeah, you'll get some 19-year-olds. Yeah. Now, <laughs> pound that not Bitcoin. All right, pound that like button. Pound that Bitcoin. Core dead. Oh, uh, this is... Uh, do I even have to talk about this, this next one? Because this is in my title. Uh, now, I'll talk about ossification next time. This, this is, show has gone long. I want to go to sleep soon. Privacy stablecoin. I like this prediction from Nick Carter. We haven't had that gimmick yet. A natively private stablecoin will likely emerge to challenge the transparent ones out there. Privacy gives traders a genuine economic advantage in this instance. Dude, I don't like stable coins at all, but you, you've got your finger on the pulse there, dude. Yeah, why not create a, 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 a Monero-style uh, stable coin, a Zcash stable coin? Why not? All these people in the stable coins and trading, why not have a, pri a totally private one? It'll happen. Nick is a smart dude. Good prediction there. I had not heard of that gimmick yet, a private stable coin. Why combine all the gimmicks. Because guess what? You combine all those gimmicks, Bitcoin is still the next Bitcoin. One Bitcoin equals one Bitcoin. And I'll, I'll leave it off with uh, this Tour de Meester tweet. Um, holy, I thought my computer froze. Wouldn't be shocked. It's an old laptop. You know I don't pay. You know, when I, I remember when I was in Colorado and the guy in Denver, we were at the event and like uh, Thomas Hunt was there and Vortex was there. And they were just laughing at my, my laptop. When, when people see my laptop, they're like, that's where you do your show? Yep. Ah! All right, pound it. Finally, finally, you're getting all sorts of personal information tonight. And by the way, Saturday's show, I'll, I'll, I'll share a lot of personal information because it's it's been a very interesting time of year here. Stuff going on. Obviously, tomorrow's the last day I say cottage for my father. So that will be very interesting. Uh, traditional in is the... The morning, that part of the morning period will be over, the Kaddish period. So traditional, Tordemister says traditional investors need to see this. Uh, oh, I say, I say that traditional investors need to see this graph that Van Eck came out with that uh, Tordemister has put out. A small allocation to Bitcoin may significantly, significantly improve portfolio upside, illustrated in a 0.5%, 1%. And three percent scenarios. So when I when I just said the portfolio word, that's a dirty word for me, because again, I don't believe in crypto portfolio. But what what he's alluding to here is that traditional investors do have portfolios made up of all sorts of financial instruments. Okay, and the graph, the the chart from Van Eck shows that if you you just have a small allocation of 05 percent, one percent, three percent Bitcoin, this is not much. It can make a big difference. It can, yeah, it significantly improves your traditional portfolio upside. And as Bitcoiners, as people who are trying to attract golden holders here or stock and stock dudes here, whatever you want to call the traditional people, we should have spread the word about this tweet, about this uh, chart. This is something they can understand because a lot of them are like, what the heck's Bitcoin? I don't understand it. Well, you, you tell some of these dudes, this is a way to significantly improve portfolio upside without taking that big of a risk. There you go. Look at this chart, dude. Why not allocate 
Why not? 1%, 3%. Why not, dudes? That's how you That's how you tell. So I like that. I like that uh, line of thinking. To get, but they're going to come eventually. They're going to get in here eventually, those traditional guys. And because you have the insider information, because you feel comfortable before them, you get you 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 get in now. You don't want to get in after those dudes wake up to the fact about you know you put one percent in Bitcoin. Um, all of a sudden, it could be worth ten percent of your portfolio, and you're a lot wealthier. All right, elite. Goodbye, my elite friends. Good night, my elite friends. I'm Adam Meister, the Bitcoin Meister, the Disrupt Meister. I'm not Ted DiBiase, but some say I have some something in common with him. Pound that like button. Bang that bell button. Check out all the links below. Click on those squares that you see. Check out yesterday's show. It was really short. Do that right now before you go to sleep. If you're awake wherever you are. I wonder what the score in that playoff game is right now. I'm going to go check that. Why not? I value my wealth in Bitcoin. But you can take one second for baseball just to check the score. Why not? Don't waste your time on it though. Bye-bye.